welcome to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Day Smith, founder and CEO of Simplicity by Day, and I help business professionals and entrepreneurs get digitally organized and be more productive. This podcast is for the new age mom who gave herself permission to follow her dreams, step out on faith, and build a business. Whether you're full-time, side hustling, or aspiring business owner, we are your tribe. So join us as we chat about all things about modern Welcome, welcome to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast, affectionately known as Mod Mom Pod. It's your girl, Day Smith, host, founder of Simplicity by Day, all the things, and a, and a, and a mompreneur. Okay, that's what I am. So today we are, we are on episode number four. I cannot believe we're episode number four. We got three episodes under our belt. I feel like a professional, yo. I feel like I know what I'm doing, even though, you know, I'm... I have technical issues here and there, so we are we are here. Though I'm learning and I'm enjoying this this platform, and I hope you are too. Hope you're subscribed. Hope that you are in the community, joining the uh, newsletters to know when exactly the new episodes drop. They will be every other month, just so you know. But just wanted to give you that that heads up. It's gonna be fun. I, I have some great topics coming up in the next few months, and then we're gonna start having special guests. So. That is going to be exciting because I'll be able to talk to another fellow mompreneur, someone who serves mompreneurs as well. But let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about something that I am very interested in and have been for many, many years since I got married, and that is the five love languages. So if you're not familiar with the love languages, they were crafted by Gary Chapman, who talks about that we all have five love languages that we that we identify with. And if someone who's in a relationship with us, whether that's a marriage, uh, courtship, a uh, friendship, whatever it is, if they show us these, this language, this love language, it, it is speaks to us in a deep, meaningful way. So what we try to do is show the people that we love their love languages so that they show love. We can show them love the way they want. And then in return, they show us our love languages so it's reciprocal so the, the big thing that is really I guess revelational about the love languages is that most of us we tend to do things that we feel that feel good to us we you know, we follow the golden rule treat others as as we want to be treated so if you want kindness you show kindness if you want love you show love if you want extravagance or attention you show extravagant attention but that doesn't mean that the person who's receiving it really cares about that. I mean, that's just how that's just us. We kind of we kind of narcissistic in that way. Um, not with intention, though. And so what he teaches is you actually follow the platinum rule, which is you show others how they want to be treated. You treat others how they want to be treated. So you're stepping outside of yourself and you're looking at what do they care about? What's going to make them happy? What's their love language? And so once you learn the love language then you reciprocate by treating and showing that to them. So he has five love languages, and they are acts of service. You know, you're doing things around the house. You're showing up through your actions. That is a love language. 
The other one is words of affirmation. That's mine. But words of affirmation is, you know, telling someone how you feel verbally. Good job. You look great. I love you. Those those make me very happy. Okay, words of affirmation. Um, you can also, another love language is gifts. You know, some people like to be showered with gifts. That shows them love. They want the Louis Vuitton bags. They want, you know, the Tiffany bracelets and the, all the things. You know, they want a brand new car. If you got it like that, show that person some love through gifts. That's what they like. And they probably are good gifters because they, again, want and like gifts. They probably are gift as well. But we got to flip that, right? Um, the next one is uh, quality time. So that's the people who need quality time. Like they don't care about the gifts or the acts of service. They want you to spend time with them, you know, maybe just in silence, just showing that you are carving out time for them is important. And the last one is physical touch. So some people get this confused with like intimacy, sex. No, it's not that. It's more of touch, like hugs, holding hands, massages. It makes them feel secure. That's my second one, <laughs> physical touch. So I made that. Cl- I have to make that that uh, differentiation. It's not the intimacy, physical touch, but more of the holding hand, massage. With you know, put your arm around me. That whole thing. That's what he meant by physical touch. So those are Gary's five love languages. Right. If you want to read his book, go and get it. I'm not an affiliate, but I really like the study of it so much so that I actually titled my book. Around that concept, my first book that I wrote two years ago called Your Home's Love Language talks all about organization being your home's love language and how when you organize your home, you, in fact, show your home love on a deeper, meaningful level. So it's not getting a housekeeper to clean your home. It's not changing light bulbs or even throwing a rug on the ground somewhere, right? It's taking time to really understand how you want to live in your home, the flow and structure of your lifestyle, what you need to be more productive and have things work better for you. So your home's love language is organization. And that is essentially why it's different. Because if you, you know, organize your closet, then that means, your, your closet now is working more for you. It's like giving back to you. You can find what you need. Um, you don't overbuy. Um, you you feel more in control of your day. You feel better. You know, if you have less clutter, you actually feel better mentally. And so it's like if you give your home organization, the gift of organization, your home gives back to your lifestyle. So that give and take, you know, showing your home love by organizing you know, that's how it connects to love languages. So if you want to learn more about that, that can be checked out at my book, Your Home's Love Language. I give tips through the simple card method, my proprietary method um, to find out how to be more organized. And so that's available on Amazon and on my website as well. But today we're going to talk about the mompreneur's love language. So the mompreneur's love language. Now, I... I have to say I was pretty I was pretty excited about the topic because I thought about okay clearly I'm obsessed with the five love languages and my book but there's things that really attract and and make a mompreneur feel loved feel seen feel heard right to validate or to appreciate mompreneurs and we're going to dive into it you can tell me if you agree 
And if you feel like there's one love language that, that you as a mompreneur really, really get down with, and I'll share mine as well. So I'm going to list them out for you. Then we're going to talk about each one. So the first love language for mompreneur is validation. Validation. I was on a, I was just talking to someone about this, but validation is huge for a mompreneur. We'll dive into it. The next one is balance. Okay. Balance is important. I sound like I'm giving out a spelling test. <laughs> the next love language is support. A support. And the next one is purpose. Purpose. And last is self-care. So I'll say that again. Validation, balance, support, purpose, and self-care. Okay, so here's my, my methodology for coming up with this. I looked up a few facts, a few things that talk about what mompreneurs do, where we came from, who we are. And it talks about how we are multitaskers, how we manage uh, homes and businesses. It talks about how we need a tribe and support. It talks about how we are quick, usually to hire, to get support for what we need to do. It talks about how we have to be tied to a cause because we're taking time away from our family to build a business. And it also talks about how we sometimes have trouble with self-care, right? Some of us do it really well. Some, some of us are not so great at the wellness aspect. And so based on my research, I found these five were really things that I feel like we can identify with to either say, if you show me this, if you help me with this, then you are supporting me as a mompreneur. And if this is something that you care about, let me support you as a mompreneur. So here we go. Let's talk about validation. Okay. So validation. So validation is you being able to feel secure, assured, comfortable, and content with your decision. So a lot of times we can see that as a negative or a positive. So it could be, yes, you're doing the right thing or if we don't get it, you can say, am I? You can question yourself and ask if you're doing the right thing. But it's basically having the declaration or the acceptability or affirmation that whatever you're doing is worthwhile. So as a mompreneur, we've taken the step to go and give our self permission to chase our dreams, right? And so as we are doing that, validation is huge for us because it shows that I'm on the right track. It proves that it affirms that what you're doing as a business owner is worth it and it, it makes sense. And so validation could be something that really tickles your fancy and makes you feel proud um, as a mompreneur. So if you that's you, you know, that's great. If not, and you know that's someone else's, then give that to them. And that shows up with, you know, when you when they're validated, do they light up? You know, do they feel content and happy does it bring up joy when they're validated that's how you can tell what it is the next one is balance so because mompreneur comprise is comprised of being a mom and an entrepreneur that's not it you probably have a husband you probably have a job you may or may not have other extracurricular activities so balance could be a love language for a mompreneur having that balance to be able to juggle all the things is critical and not feel like you're sacrificing too much of your family or too much of your business. Balance is one of the love languages to make that makes a mompreneur feel whole and brings joy. The next one is support. So as a mompreneur, clearly we need a lot of support. Some people really need it, which is why it would be their love language. If they see that you are lending support, um, coming to their events, sharing their 
their programs and offers with others, being an advocate or an affiliate, um, just sending them words of encouragement. That is, could be a huge asset to certain mompreneurs whose love language is support. The next one is purpose, right? So when you're thinking about why am I in business? Why am I adding all this stuff to my plate? And you think about the purpose of who you're serving. Like if you have a nonprofit and you're like, I want to help teen girls to be, uh, know their worth and uh, to be able to get access to mentors and scholarship. I know an organization who does just that, helpingushelper.org. Check it out. But that could be, if you're a mompreneur and you really dive into your purpose of what you're doing, whether it's a nonprofit or for-profit, you're, you're starting a business because your purpose is to make more money for your family or to build a legacy so that your children can have something that they can work at when they get older. Whatever it may be, purpose could drive a mompreneur. And if that's someone's love language, then the way you show support is valid, not validating, it's being able to align to their purpose, support them in that way, making sure that they have what they need. Or sometimes they don't really need it verbalized, but it's more of just knowing that that's important to them individually. And if you can support them in any kind of way so that they continue their purpose, then that's going to help them. And then the last one is self-care. So some entrepreneurs really do thrive when they can take care of themselves and have a very well-rounded life. So outside of balance, self-care really speaks to you taking time to fill your your jar, right? So that could be maybe a mompreneur getting time to take vacation or to recharge, go on a wellness retreat, um, spend a night at a hotel, whatever it is, so that they can disconnect and recharge that is a love language of some entrepreneurs because you work hard. You are so busy giving to others. You got to take time to care for yourself. And so those entrepreneurs who really value that and like carve out days to do it, that, that's the ways you can support them. Invite them to a wellness retreat. If you're a coach of a entrepreneur, have that established in your coaching program. And that's really going to check a box for that entrepreneur. So those are the five Love language of love languages of mompreneurs, and I have to say, I'm, I'm, I like I like where these are at. I feel like they're very um, on par, on track with speaking to what mompreneurs need, right? And if you can, if you identify with that, communicate to others that that's what you need. I need validation. I need balance. I need support, a purpose of self care. And if you're someone in the in the circle of being around a mompreneur, and they say that to you, give it to them validate them, help them balance things, show them support. Um, make sure you're a part of their purpose dream, you know, of doing whatever that they're doing and, and give them atlas to prioritize self-care. Um, so for me, I told you guys, I would share my, my love language, the mom, and now, and then we'd be done with our podcast episode. But mine is really around balance and validation. So, I like to know that I'm doing the right thing, that my efforts are not in vain. And so when I'm validated, that gives me joy, whether it's through clients or my network of people or through just, you know, strangers who say certain comments or things. That validation really helps me as a mompreneur because I realize how much I'm sacrificing. I like to know that it's for a purpose. I guess purpose could be my love language, too. And then balance. 
It's so important for me to have balance. Um, it is something that I crave. And when I, when actually, when I, when I can do all the things that I can do in a day, that brings me joy. Like if I can be present to be with my family, show my husband some love, show up at my job and do well, give to my business, serve my clients, but also go to the gym, cook a good meal. I know it's a lot, but when I have days when I can do those things and give, that makes me so happy. Like, I like, yes, I feel accomplished. I feel like I, you did that girl, that this was not in vain. So balance is huge to me as well as validation. I'm curious to know what your mompreneur love language is or what you think the mompreneur in your life's love language is. Feel free to DM me, comment, uh, shoot me an email or whatever to let me know. And if you feel like I may have gotten these five love languages wrong, that ah, we need this on there, not that. I want to know that too. Uh, but this is just from my research, what I feel like fits the mompreneurs in my life and myself. But um, thank you for listening to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do subscribe. Follow me on all the socials at Ask Simplicity by Day. And I hope to hear from you. Join us at the next episode. Have a great one. Until next time.